Bricks alive. You don't have to hear the kick in the thing. Bam. There you go, and then immediately just, as soon as you transfer over, <clears throat> bang. Noise in your noise. I know. Hi, everybody. Hello. Ooh, I also see the cool stuff. Yes. So, I've been busy this week. There, there, There's a few changes. You've been a busy, busy boy. Yeah. So I it's, yeah, I, I, needed to, I needed to make sure things things did things. And things made good things do good look good things. But yes, yes, we are live, and it is season two, episode nine of the Game One Play South podcast. I am Will McKellar, aka La Tea Maker, and joining me, as always, my partner in crime, one of the most legendary people and the most hardworking, El Tig Rippy. It's James Atkinson. Hi, everyone. We're live. It's 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 about this is probably about as smooth as it's been in a long time. I remember I was just reminiscing with Will about how long we've been doing this, and like how in the in the early days it was just controlled the chaos, and now <laughs> it was clunky, wasn't it? It was like uh, oh. wow, uh, yeah. So uh, James uh, stuff. <laughs> it was clunky. I mean, the, the first show doesn't even have any videos saved for it anymore. It's just audio only. And 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 now we actually have we have lead-ins, we have like overlays, we have music. I press a button, and usually we have a discussion before the show even starts. And like, there's there's time to like lead into everything. This is it's like we're almost becoming professional during this shit. I, I would dare say amateur. We're amateur still. <laughs> we're just oh. we just figured the shit out. And they and there goes our money <laughs> money from YouTube on that one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm a, ironic. Yeah, so we, we've we've added some overlay stuff here. Uh, I was just discussing with Will, uh, as you can as you guys can see. Yeah, ooh, so fancy it is. Um, mainly, this all became about uh, because I wanted to get the extra life goal to show up on screen. And and now that I think about it, extra life is all blue, and I have it in red numbers. So I, I might have to change something to do with that. But um, that being said, we've got some cool stuff. As, as you guys have already seen, there's a, there's a great new hosting thing for uh, for when people host us with our with our friend the comrade kitten. Uh, so what we're going to do now, actually, I'm in the uh, I'm actually in live working on this thing. So we may actually see some. You may that's actually see some changes here as we're doing it because we're just doing it live. As we always do. As we always do. Uh, yeah, there we go. Extra life, blue, better, right? Already fixed. Meanwhile, Will's gonna have to look at the chat because I can't see see what you guys are saying because I'm, I'm. That's fine. I, I shall be keeping an eye on the chat because uh, tonight. Yeah. Go ahead. So, so tonight we have two bits of news and uh, basically what we've been playing and, you know, shout outs and all that lovely good stuff. Because, you know, we can talk about Extra Life as well if you want. But yeah, so, um, you know, as you can see, we are without our friend uh, tonight because he's had some stuff pop up, you know, real life stuff. So, Hagerman, we shall hopefully catch you next week, mate. Take it easy. So, yeah, so let's let's get started with... The news, I guess, um, and it's 
for me to start with the, the smallest type news that makes this go would you want to go for the bigger one uh what but whatever one you want to lead with i'll leave with it uh microsoft one from gamescom then really um because i know we're going to get into it with the other one i just know we're going to get into the other one because it's just bigger and um, but yeah so i'm not sure if anybody else saw it uh, but gamescom was this week it finished today uh sunday microsoft decided they're gonna have a bit of a presser for it and they shouldn't have bothered frankly because it was pointless absolutely pointless a lot of it you've already seen if you haven't seen it already they said oh we've got some trailers ones from e3 they talked about the xbox one the x and the s with you can now pre-order it except it's probably sold out everywhere um and they did the unboxing with um lavi herb with white gloves which i just expected you know it just sounded very much like a fucking shopping channel for the hour and it just well, it was an hour and a half it felt like a bloody hour because it was pointless but but yeah so just didn't need it just didn't need it they, they could have had something special there they could have done something that made it go oh but they didn't they just didn't and it's a shame because they need to do something and I, I, I don't know. I, 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 the only thing I followed from Gamescom was the fact that like Paradox was doing just a ton, tons of streams of all the games they came out with. Uh, mm. They did one, Life on Mars, which is about a, it's a survival game about you like kind of setting up life on Mars, which looked really cool. Um, hang on, I gotta read what Reese just said. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a commercial. It's it. You didn't know you were going to be watching Home Shopping Network when you were turned on the Xbox presser. It was like you know, I, I expected Ian Higdon to turn up in his skeletal suit and go, "Put that down, Larry, you boob." Ah, <laughs> uh, so much. Uh, but uh, Paradox had a bunch of stuff showed up, and then the other one that they showed that I was really excited for, and I'm about to drop a huge old classic name for you guys. Uh, Paradox is making a Mech Warrior game. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I thought he was going to go Secrets of Mana. Is it the uh, JRPG that they're remaking for the PS4 and Vita? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mech Warrior. As in, like, tabletop, mechs, heat, everything. Nice. Sponsored, not sponsored. <laughs> yes, yeah, it wouldn't be, that one wouldn't be Tickle Whoopies without Iron Brew. Um, I'm right. But... It, yeah, Gamescom, I mean, this just seems to be, like, the lead-up to, like, the... This is kind of the last big event before everything starts dropping in September. Yeah, because when September comes, you've, you've got the Tokyo Game Show on the same weekend as EGX, for some reason, this year. Because normally, you, you've got Tokyo Game Show maybe early in September, and then EGX a couple of weeks after. But now they've decided to put it on at the same time, which is weird. And then you've got October... 30th is the Paris Games Week with Sony doing a presser, and then two months after you've got them doing PSX. So it's like, what's evening going summer. on there? Good evening, Simmer. See, it's it's very weird how I haven't really heard anything coming from Gamescom. I mean, yeah, okay, I've been busy streaming, so I haven't probably been paying enough attention. But 
nothing really came out and grabbed us and went, Oi, lad, you've got to look at this. You know? Yeah, I do. Because, uh, like, nothing came out and jumped in my face. I mean, once again, like, once... I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of running out of our dry spell as it is for, like us like actually having any news like come come september there's going to be so much shit coming out that we're going to be the news will be a bigger segment again i mean i know uh on tuesday on the tuesday coming up there's going to be the release of xcom uh the dlc war of the fallen or chosen the fallen or chosen war whatever the hell the dlc is called just the, the revamp of the game the you know the only thing that i've been planning to play for like the whole reason why I started and beat XCOM 2 as, as a stream, you know, the, the DLC that I really should know the name of. So you padding seconds so you can War of the up. Chosen. It's the War <laughs> of the Chosen. If, and then, then you've got thing, isn't it? You've got, uh, then you've got Life is Strange coming out this week. No, before the storm, which promises to be pretty damn good. I mean, if you pre-ordered it, then you get the extra episode with Max before she leaves to go on this. You know, all the stuff you have to do before she comes back. Yeah, she went walk about. Went, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'll be back in a few years. Bye. So you've got that. Then you've got you've had this week like new Formula One. So you've so yeah, the game's kicking off. It's starting to have that that run up until like early december when it just goes and stops again well even even like mid-september i mean you've got destiny's 2 is coming out in september that's going to be a huge drop isn't call of duty world war 2 coming out november that's november because i know they have the live beta on right now yes and you've also got things like you know forza 7 coming you've got project cars 2 you've got um You've got in October because October goes crazy, isn't it? Like Evil Within Two coming out, then it's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. So yeah, so hopefully our news will pick up more. Well, let's, let's then, take a look. I actually, I have the internet. Let's look at September games that are being released. Yes. January, April. Yeah, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, is uh, September the 15th for here. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma, Dark Horizon Remaster as well. Yeah, you've got Destiny 2, Divinity Original Sin 2, mm-hmm. uh, Dishonored, Death and Dishonored, Metroid Samus Returns for people who play 3DS, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Project Cars 2, uh... Warhammer, Total War Warhammer 2. Uh, and wow. Then, uh, to finish off the month, December 29th, FIFA 18. See, it's chock a block. And then you look at October and you go, South Park, the fractured but holes out on the 17th of October. How could I forget that? It's been sitting, you know, this bit. October's it's been definitely when this shit hits the fan because you've got Forza 7, Mario yep. Luigi, Superstar, and Bowser's Mansions, Middle Earth Shadow War. Evil Within yep. 2, Fire Emblem Warriors, South Park Fractured Butthole, uh, Elix, Destiny 2 for PC, Super Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey, Assassin's Creed's Origin, and Wolfenstein 2. So 12 games coming out, and you know we want a lot of those. And also the 29th of, the 29th of September, slash 30th of September, the mini SNES. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, the release of that total, total clusterfuck. <laughs> you know, now you know why I'm glad I actually went out straight away and went, oh, yes, 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 yes. Or, or, or you're like me that. and just went, oh, man, that looks so cool. I definitely want to, oh, wait, download the emulator for PC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was tempted to do that and then I went, hmm, but Star Fox too. But are you, are you Star dreaming? Fox 2 on emulator on PC. <laughs> when it comes out. Uh, are you streaming Butthole? Serious question. Yes, yes, it will be part of Late Night Lard. That's why I'm trying to get through Primal quicker. And so I can go through Hitman. And hopefully have Hitman done the week before the Fracking Butthole comes out. So I can just go in seamlessly. Yep. It's almost like you just want to smoothly transition through most of the games. Now, I, I, I got I will I got it I got to the screen where I can actually test all the stuff so I can show all the people all of our newfangled doodads that I made for the overlay. Do we do we do we So everybody if you haven't if you haven't seen it already and you may not have, we're gonna do the host event first. So uh first of all I'm just noise in your noise. So the, there there is our, our random doodads so there's the host one phoenix flame good to see you um i'm really happy about that one but they're only going to get better uh so next is going to be the follower event so i'm just seeing these at the same time you guys are as well how's that for a classic little nod there anybody recognize that sound bit No, Will's, Will's thinking. So you might get a bit of feedback because I'm hearing it as well. Well, Kim just was able to show us uh, how the Extra Life donation one works. <laughs> uh, that one I am very, very proud of. <laughs> And thank you, Kim, for helping so the kids. Uh, as you can see, there, there's also the tracker now that works. And uh, I, I totally did not ask her to do any of that. Uh, checks in the mail, Kim. Uh, and uh, to do any of that. So there you go. There's the extra life tracker. Yeah, somehow that fits. I, I, I think so. I think it really does. Um, we have a subscriber event. I know... Uh, we don't have anybody cleared up to do that with Twitch Prime, so I'm just going to play it and hopefully everybody enjoys it. Am I the only one around here gives a shit about the rules? I kind of enjoy that one. And so, yeah, while we're just briefly talking about Extra Life, if you want to join the Extra Life team, go to the page and set, set your bit up and we go. Do I have one for the donation event? Mm. I don't think I did one for donation. No, I didn't. Which is fine. Um, but we, yes. but those are kind of all the new overlay things. Uh, I'm I'm glad Kim kind of preemptively struck with my uh, my coolness by just being able to be like, "Hey, by the way, boom!" And I'm just going to refresh <laughs> that so everything's good and the chat will go back to normal. So yeah, that's our that's our kind of new overlay that we're testing out. Uh, I obviously we're taking correct. Uh, criticisms uh and i say can say that clearly right now because there's obviously 
no uh <laughs> no trolls in the chat right now uh, or else i'd be tolling being told that uh i live in my parents basement look like hitler and um probably something to do with a sexual position with a horse and have little you know little eight-year-old scream at you down on down in your headset Exactly. Though, though, funnily enough, didn't you have a Hispanic troll in your troll in your chat last night? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, we did. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that one. What we've been playing. I, I do have to ask, and you, you can tell me if it's, it's if this is lead or not. Was he yeah. in fact a troll? After I left, yes. After you left, but not After during. No. See, here's the thing, right? He behaved himself. During my stream, he pretty much behaved himself. But as soon as I left, that's when the shit hit the fan. Apparently, because <laughs> you know, I thought he was joking because he had like a voice synthesizer bit. And you know, I got to the bit where you we were like good night to everyone after the stream. They heard this little high pitched voice going good night, um, <laughs> and it just cracked us all up. And then after I left, that's when the shit hit the fan. That's when the Hispanic troll became a Hispanic troll. Yeah, because he was on Tim Paulin's stream, because he was streaming some more Rocket League after we went. Mm -hmm. And apparently, because they had they had room in their chat, a load of his this kid's mates just piled into the chat and just caused chaos. This is the reason why you have mods with ban hammers, much like Simmer yes. is sitting quite patiently with in our in our chat right now. And this is why I tried to keep it as over 18s only for this. Uh, even though that that wasn't quite effective last night, because we had someone who's who's been following me for for over a year now on there. He comes, he comes in, wanted to join us. Like, yeah, fair enough, jump on in. But he he was kind of very egotistical with his gameplay, and we you know we we play Rocket League to have fun. We have it a laugh. You know, we don't care skill levels. We're just there for enjoyment and just hang out and just have fun with people on the, you know, in the chat on Twitch and in the game. And he just sort of taking it way too seriously. Wanted us to do like a seven on one against him. And it's just a case of what? You know, we, we had to, yeah, we had, we had to say countless times, look, it's not possible. And he just still wouldn't do it. Still wouldn't do it. Actually, do you know what I think we should do? I think we should, we need another mod. In your chat? In your chat. In in the chat here. Mm -hmm. I, I think it should be the patron saint. If she wants that responsibility, she can. Mm. I, I leave it up to her. If she wants the responsibility of being a moderator and being able to like banhammer people, I have I have full faith that she will be able to continue those uh those do those duties out. Uh if she does not want that responsibility, I understand. Uh it is it is a lot. It's it's, it's it's the whole like twelve people you can have it here at once. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, we have Simmer who does a good job. We have myself who has the hammer as well. But it's a case of I think I think we you know we 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 should need to expand it because I I talk enough bollocks to be distracted with chat. I have a spare band gun. Yeah, true. We we have we, have, we hand out gun. They're guns. I guess so. We have licenses for those. I'll ban <laughs> you, but everyone. I'll ban um, everyone. It's, it's past tense. No. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so I think that might be yes. But yeah, so you know, talking about chats and um banning people and things and stuff, let's let's move on to the other bit of news we, we had. And this was something you brought up to me on, on Discord. YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'll let you lead out on this one. Yeah, and actually if you're on our Discord, this was actually part of the hashtag Friday night podcast discussion. So if you Going forward, I think I'm going to be at least leaving a piece of news on the hashtag podcast discussion part where anybody can kind of join in or drop any things you want us to discuss during the show on Friday nights. Because, heck, why not? This is a community. Instead of us at talk, instead of us talking at you, why don't we talk with you? Hmm. It's a good plan. I like good this plan. plan. 10 out of 10. Best plan. Best plan ever. And we don't have to have anybody pay for it. <laughs> Only with your time. Only with your time. a little time. bit of effort. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so you have so to warn us. We, we, see, this is turning into my favorite whipping boy. And, and, and I feel sad about that because it used to be EA. And we all know what my thoughts were on EA. I mean, look at Battlefront 1. I, I don't need to, like... I don't need to make any more discussion about why EA is where it is. Instead, we're talking about YouTube. Again. Again. Yes, YouTube. Uh, and what really sparked this conversation, or by this thought at least, was an article I was reading uh, on Forbes. Because uh, at work, they block the 99% of anything related to gaming. But because Forbes is also related to work type stuff, and Forbes has a gaming gaming featurette. By the way, there are some guys who do some great writing and some girls who do some great writing on that site too. So I would love for you guys to kind of check it out every once in a while because remember these guys get paid on per clicks versus like being able to do anything else. So they do some of the stuff is clickbaity, but there's also some good opinion pieces too because they're not beholden to like a PC gamer or a UC, or like that kind of a stuff. They're kind of freelance and they are able to contribute to Forbes. So they're not beholden to a uh, overarching company telling them what they can and cannot write. Um, by the way, Ace, Ace Combat 7 is going to revisit the uh, Stranglegrad universe, which is from Ace Combat 4. Uh, cool thing. Uh, hashtag check that out because Ace Combat looks pretty awesome. All right, so here we go. Okay. Uh, it, it was written by Paul Tassi, and uh, he's actually one of the contributors I follow. Let me f- pull up exactly what he was. He published an article earlier, but the article he was discussing was is that why uh, EA, Ubisoft, and others should be going to bat for the demonetized YouTubers, and uh, which then lead me lead, led me back to what his other article was, because as with any good contributor, he linked. I'm Kareem Abulnaga, his uh, previous. Of Articles and uh, they were actually stating that um, YouTube, in a sense to go more advertiser friendly, is going to uh, is starting to demonetize some YouTuber videos that have like various words of gun or kill streaks or anything that kind of has violent connotations in it, which is well, a lot of video games. <laughs> In a sense, it's it forces some of the uh, some of the content creators to go completely away from doing this and going more towards 
you know, more towards other revenue streams. Uh, and this is kind of goes off of their new kind of advertiser friendly content guidelines, which mm. is really meant to crack down on, you know, hate speak or over over politicalization of things uh, inappropriate. But you have some stuff that is in here. And if you actually look at it, you know, they have like, you know, harmful, dangerous acts, drugs and dangerous products or substances, controversial issues or sensitive events, hateful content, inappropriate language, which uh, video content that contains frequent uses of strong or vulgar, profanity or vulgar throughout the video may not be eligible for advertising. Occasional use of profanity won't necessarily result in your video being eligible for advertising, but context matters. Uh, Okay. Uh, inappropriate use of family entertainment characters. The video uh, depicting family entertainment characters or content, whether animated or live action, engaging in violent sexual or violent uh, inappropriate behavior, will not, even if done for comedic purposes or satirical purposes, will not be eligible for advertising. So, let, let's look at this. Frankie Boyle definitely out because of uh, some of the jokes that he uses. Uh, gaming. A lot of that will be out, including Sony's, including Microsoft's. Well, Nintendo will probably get away with it, but you think of it this way. Gears of War, violent, violent language. Guns in there as well, so that, that's, that won't be... Halo won't be monetized. So, they're, they're gone. There are things like Resident Evil. So it's just... I can see what YouTube are trying to do with their whole hate speech thing. I can see that because, you know, while having freedom of speech is fantastic, there are limits to it. And I'm not just talking about one side. I'm talking about both sides of the issue, you know, because you can go far, far to one side and just be a dick. And I I can see that YouTube is trying to cut that down because, you know, what, what that breeds. But they're also going too far themselves because if you're depicting it in games, then you know if people have you know an ounce of common sense on them, they know it's a game. They nothing will come from that you know, mentally. But yeah, it's to me this has just gone, it's just gone way too far, and they're shooting themselves in the foot for to try and get advertisers back. The well, it, it's it's showing that. And I don't want to knock you too too hard. I, I'm very obviously everybody knows who if you're watching if you've watched the show for any amount of time, uh, and if you're new to the show, hi, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, but if you're not, I'm very hypercritical of YouTube. Even though I can tell you, I'm the first person. I have like shows I watch that people put out religiously every day or every other day, and I follow a lot of streamers and a lot, a lot of YouTubers. And I uh, specifically have tr- have have my ad blockers turned off on YouTube as a whole, and will go and watch through every t- single ad or every single click through that the person has because I understand that that's a monetization for them and it's their livelihood. So it doesn't bother me to do that, but at the same time when you are starting to become more beholden to the advertisers than the people who are creating the content that give those advertisers revenue, I start to see a little bit of an issue with the program, with with the program as a whole, 
this is, you know, as somebody who's used it and has had difficulty using it myself is one thing because obviously we, there's a whole reason why we, we've made a transition to where we are. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it's sad. I mean, you look at that, you look at that policy, right? What I just kind of read out, it, it leaves a lot of vagueness in there. And yeah. also you program your algorithm for this. Now, YouTube algorithm, let's not even jump on that, that train. We'll just <laughs> let that train, let, let that sleeping tiger lie. But, you know, games that become, like you said, games that become impossible to cover. One of which, I, and I know for a fact that this is, game is now, if any game comes out like it in the future that is going to be impossible to cover, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five is hugely, has foul language, extreme violence, has home, household family name characters doing disgusting acts, and it does it in a in a satirical sense. It is a satire on modern life and modern media as a whole. It in itself is a satire of YouTube, gaming culture, everything, and you know culture as a whole. But that game now, if that comes out now, and I try to play stream that video, I can. It can go on YouTube. I'm not saying that that video can't go on YouTube, and it can't be viewed on there yet. But you can't monetize it. So, you know, you look at somebody who does this as as a way to bring in income. I'm going to be playing a game. And by playing this game, spending my time playing the game, editing it, making it ready, and putting it up on YouTube, I put in all this effort for basically no, knowing that I'm not going to get anything back. Yeah, and then even maybe getting a copyright claim, so it blocks it. Which is even it's like even more pointless because if you're blocking something copyright wise to try and get because they think you're making money out of it and you're not because of the content, it's like what? Yeah. It's so this ha I don't believe this has happened to us. And um I, I've looked. especially because a lot of our content comes out. But the question now becomes this, and I and I posed it to everybody else in our uh, little Discord, but I'm kind of posing it here. It's it's a little bit difficult because it's like you know, okay, it hasn't happened to us, but if you look at something like I don't know, some of the major companies that have this kind of imagine your destiny, mm. you're creating content, and you cannot use that content because. You know, YouTube is changing its algorithm to the point where they won't, they will demonetize the video. Because, you know, it has guns in it, but your video game is based on the premise of guns. I mean, hell, <laughs> a Call of Duty streamer may not even be able to do that. So, I mean, does that mean we have to start changing or everything has to be whole, wholesome, and nice? And, you know, Hello Kitty and cute things? No, I mean that's not that's not kind of the thing you're gonna see here. Yeah, half stone and puppies. It seems like it's gonna be for them to actually get by. Again, this this is not it's not new. This whole bit of the algorithm changed though for all family friendly stuff. Whatculture dot com with their wrestling promotion have been having problems with this because you know YouTube went up and went okay, your wrestling is not family friendly, so. 
we're not monetizing your adverts. We're not, we're not doing it. And this sort of this whole campaign that they were doing, they actually hang on. It is this, you know, it is entertainment. It is this, so, and yeah. So what they did around it, because it looks like YouTube have been really shitty with it. They've taken their live stuff, their live show, like TV shows, where they actually have money to pay people onto Twitch. So it seems like they're getting things like affiliation or even partnered on Twitch already for it, and that's their way around it to get their money. And here, and here's another thing. I'm not sure if most people have known this. And if you don't, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be kind of the person who gets to tell you this. Uh, you can upload videos to Twitch now. You can upload videos. You can have your videos and playlists and stuff. It almost becomes like a point where like it's you're seeing a bit of YouTube creep into Twitch. And I can tell you somebody we we have I've, I've been doing this slowly. I have almost all of our all of my XCOM streams on 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 Twitch now. And leading up to the release of uh, War of the Chosen, I am going to do a vodcast of the entire XCOM 2 playthrough that I just did as a prelude into the game. Because, hey, this is what we did. This was the, I think, 14 hours that we played through this game to beat it. And now we're going to be playing it again. And I, I mean, you know, where YouTube is on-demand content, I can watch whatever I want, when I want, how I want. And where Twitch is kind of a little bit more like a your prototypical television network, you can kind of see where things are going. And I, I see, I don't think we're kind of comparing apples to oranges here because they're, they are kind of, though innately the same, also very different in the way that people are able to access and consume content. It seems Twitch has been leaning more towards you know the game the content creator help how can we help the content creator more create the content now this also may have something to do with the parent companies you look at youtube which is owned by google and we can kind of see especially with the late news and stuff where where kind of google is as a company right now great company still a great place to work with but you can see where like kind of with the internal memos being leaked and that that whole kind of discourse right there where i think amazon who owns twitch is kind of almost in a sense looked at Twitch and said, you guys are running your platform. We know that here's, we're going to give you monetary support and infrastructure support, but we're going to let you grow it with help and other ways we can help that. And you look at how Amazon has grown as a company, you know, how it's kind of, it's branched out into other medias and solutions and stuff. And now like they're basically the, the integration of like, you know, Hey, we have this great service. Why don't we also make this service a part of what you're doing here on Twitch? Because everything intermingles, it makes sense, and yeah. it's it's really it's done really well. Um, where I think YouTube has been kind of it it, it in a sense is it, it grew too quick, and it like nobody expected it to be what it was. I'm just noise in your noise. I mean, does it feel like to you that YouTube is starting to become a little bit exclusionist in that way of sense with their whole new algorithms? I don't think it's going to be exclusionist because people are still going to make videos and that. But I think it's kind of becoming, and I'm going to use a gaming term here. I mean, heck, we are a gaming podcast. Uh, almost kind of like a pay-to-win kind of a system. That if you're not already a part of the, if you're not already kind of like in that fold of people 
who are kind of like, hey, we are this, we already have these kind of things, like, I'm not already a Markiplier, or I'm not already a known commodity that's going to be going into YouTube saying, hey, I've already got this level of following and media support and stuff, and I can kind of go into YouTube with, with enough clout and enough weight that, like, I can get help, then it's difficult to kind of make it up there. So it's not for, like, the beginner-level stuff. Where, where Twitch, especially with, like, Twitch being with the affiliate program stuff, if you have a small, a small, even a small group of following, like, us here, we we have a small yeah. group of people, but it's it's nice because we, we're able to at least do a little bit to help to go back and forth with each other. And there's that opportunity that if this if things grow, it's a much more easily sustained and growable model where YouTube, you're beholden to them for the revenue. It's all based on getting things from them. Granted, you can use YouTube videos on Patreon and other sites by that, but at the same point in time, it's still like if you're going to get your basic monetization, you have to get it through YouTube. Where Twitch allows you, especially part of their terms and agreement, especially if you look at their affiliate stuff, what are the what are the rules? You need to fill out the affiliate form, have yeah. your tax have have your have know where your money's going and have have your taxes be able to be pulled out for any revenue that you earn. Uh, and you need to keep your videos on them for 24 hours. There's nothing yeah. there that, that states how you have to have your channel, what has to be said in your channel, what you can play in your channel. There's there's that in the Twitch guidelines, but I think they're pretty cut and dry with that too. I mean, you're pretty much free to do what you want as long as you're not hate speaking or playing Honey Pop. Yeah. The, I mean, if you as long as you're not playing the games that are banned that's fine and yeah okay you, you and you can you know do multi-streams with people on other platforms so long as your video itself is not going on that platform for those 24 hours or during the live and there's nothing against you having other other like i there's nothing against here saying hey give us donations there's, there's nothing in their terms and conditions that's stopping you from doing that while being on a live show there's nothing there and if anything they're they're it's not that they're turning a blind eye to it. It's just because they, they say it's it's part of people being able to do this. Yeah. And so you're you're kind of looking and going, well, tw- well Twitch is – it's going going in a specific way, and they're adding features and stuff. But it also feels that they listen to their community. And I think the big thing – and I've said this a million times, and all you guys are going to roll your eyes when I say it again – is that – Twitch has clearly defined guidelines. It tells you how you can do something, how you can get something, and how it's not. It's black and white. Right? It's pretty it's pretty like, okay, bits are worth this much. This is how much the revenue distribution is between you and bits. If you have a subscriber, this is how much your split is. You know. Do you know how much revenue you're going to get? How much this? It's clear, cut, and dry. YouTube, you don't know what your your monetization revenue is going to be, though you can kind of roughly figure it out. And you don't know what they're going to do with the algorithm. Algorithm changes all the time. They don't tell you. He, Twitch, it's it's cut and dry. They tell you what it is, what's changed, how it's going to change, how it affects you, and what how you can do this. And... You know, it's like going into working a nine to five job saying this is what your hourly pay is going to be versus going into kind of like a consultative sales job where your set your sales are based on what you do and maybe if you sell a thing you're gonna get a cut of it at this percentage based on the thing that you sell. So there's and stability. The other thing the other thing with Twitch and you're right, 
the copyright of things. If you play copyright music on it for a live live broadcast, they don't care. They, they, they Twitch are fine with it as long as it's not really offensive shit. Then you know they won't step in. But whereas, and if you if you do rebroadcast, if it's something they know that that's, that's, that they haven't actually got the license for, they'll just mute it for you. They will just mute it for. They won't shut your your stream down. They will just go. There you go. We've muted this little bit for. You. Which is nice. You don't have to go for all this copyright claim. You don't have deals. And it's just a lot easier for you to get on and do the one thing that you enjoy, streaming. Playing games. This is mm-hmm. in this thing. And I and I enjoy the fact that Twitch also has creative streams. Those are a thing. In real life stream. Those are a thing. Hey, Paul. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. How you doing, man? So, yeah. So, um, let's have a quick look at the chat. Uh, Simu is asking, saying, I want certain friends we exempt for the new algorithm. I'm saying no. I'm saying they won't be exempt. And I'll say why. Because during the actual bit with the copyright claims, companies put up videos and they, they the algorithm copyrights their stuff and it goes against themselves in one of the most stupid things I've ever heard. You know, Sony will get copyright claimed from Sony. And like, but it's our stuff. So they have to go through the rigmarole appealing it and say look we're getting copyrighted by ourselves how and so then youtube has to come on oh okay fair enough but that's the more like they don't need it's just it's gotten worse over the past what year and a half now yeah this has been kind of a slow slow pull down and jim sterling's gone off off about it as well just i'm it makes me not want to put my arch- the archive stuff with how that how bad it is because where's the next step? Is it they'll go for they'll you know you have to submit your video to it where they will just go okay yeah this would be copyright so we're not going to put it up straight away we're just going to completely it. we're just not going to have the algorithm for it so I'm posting the article here a couple times but I also want to uh, I'm going to paraphrase something from this. Just to kind of get an idea. Now, this may be just an isolated case, but uh, Paul had interviewed some YouTubers about this. And it just just reads this. Uh, Michael Mash Tash, a Destiny YouTuber with over 160k subscribers, has seen 140 of his videos demonetized recently. And as such, he's already switched entirely to Twitch and Patreon for his mainstream income. His gaming contract at YouTube contact at youtube told them he was aware the creators are upset but there's nothing they can specifically do to help i told him then in quoting i told him i was almost 100 percent switching to twitch at this rate and he took and he said to do what i had to do says so the big wigs it's a stock call this 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 is coming from a twitch contact with for a person that has 160 k subscribers that's. It could be the bigwigs once again. I it, it it almost seems like old media versus new media, and I'm not I'm not talking like Fox News versus BuzzFeed because I think those are as much as the extremes as you know alt left versus alt right. Which come on, let's be realistic here. I'm going to say this right now. Uh, let's stop calling them alt right. They're fascists. 
let's stop calling them alt-left, they're socialists or communists. That's what they are. Don't use the fancy lingo terms. That's just straight out there. But anyways, I digress. It seems like old... Two sides both balance. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) This is not a commentary on what those people are. It's just on what to call them. And let's call them what they actually are. By the way, Patton didn't like either of them. So, just FYI. (laughs) Yeah, it feels more like it's the BBC against Twitch. You know, there's that old man the BBC looking at it going, well, this one. This one. So our demographic is this, 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 this bracket. And then you get people like Julia Hardy coming in and go, hang on, no. If you do a, a demographic coming in, got to do this. And then they're slowly coming around to this, like this, the sports hair stuff on Radio 1. And other, other gaming units on there. It's just like, it's, it feels like you're pushing against a brick wall, trying to expect to get to move. And yeah, it's doing that. And that's what this feels like. It's that shift. It, it feels like, for me, it's, you look at kind of, you look at YouTube and you think, executives building cigars, three-piece suits, and vests. Because it seems like, I mean, because ultimately YouTube is, and, and, and they've outright said it in what's going on here, it's advertiser-friendly. Okay, so you're telling me that they're beholden, you're beholden to advertisers. That is what you're telling me. Now, that also may be because because YouTube has to keep that as a revenue stream because it's important to them to keep the doors open. And I I won't fault YouTube for being somewhat beholden to the advertisers. That's fine. You do what you need to, but you have Google as a parent company, and where are they if there's this? Or what can you do as a company that as a YouTube, as a, as a thing going forward, like, yes, we understand that this is an issue. We're looking at ways to kind of advance it. Maybe like looking through pushing YouTube gaming as a, as a separate platform where you can have gamers monetize videos or something else by, instead of just telling your people who have content or contacts for relatively decently large streamers, do what you have to do. In my profession, in banking, if I told somebody, well, you do what you have to do, my boss would call me into their office in a second and say, that is totally unacceptable. That's not what we do here. How are we going to, you should really have said, what can we do to help you? Let's understand that your situation and let's try and find a goal and, and you know, do that. Saying, telling somebody that's just basically telling you to fuck off. Hmm. In polite terms. I mean, it, it, it could be because that guy didn't have any answer because there was literally nothing he could tell him or do for him. And I would rather if the guy said, listen, there's nothing I can do. I apologize. I think that would have lessened the blow. Now, granted, this guy could have been paraphrasing himself because he's upset, but he has a total right to be upset. He was just told by his YouTube contact, there's nothing I can do to help you with your with with how you're making your money it's it's bad because it is it you know it's, it's, it's just coming across as huge money for themselves and they just don't want to have the creators that, that are basically putting money in their pockets or that you're so small of a creator you're somebody with 160 subscri- 160,000 subscribers isn't worth the time 
which to me is is the is the more upsetting thing is that you are not a big enough fish so you are not worth my time where the platform we're currently on twitch it doesn't matter the size that you are they want to help you there is a little bit of a of a, of a step in but even so for the for, for the for the affiliate program they're only asking you that you stream what eight hours a month and have more than like have a consistent viewership of three people yeah, seven streams in a month. Seven. Seven one-hour streams and have three people watch them to be able to start earning revenue if you want. And you don't have to. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's where it's much like us. It, it's about being inclusive versus exclusive. Is that anybody can do this if they want and we want to give you the tools to succeed and grow versus... If you don't, you're you're not worth our time. If you don't meet X criteria, yeah, you need ten thousand views. You need this. You need this. You need a hundred thousand dollars. You need a hundred hundred k or ten k views, and you need this many subscribers. You need this many this. It's just yeah. It just feels like they're going, they're going in a completely wrong direction, and they're focusing <laughs> on the wrong things. And and it could yeah. change. It absolutely could change, and I hope it does. And I, I think I think that once they start making changes that affect the people who really help them drive their revenue sources, then I think they'll have to take a good hard look. And I'm not trying to start an insurrection against them. I, I don't want that. I, I hope that they, they can kind of figure it out on their own. But if you look at bigger names... If they if they started speaking out about this, I'm not going to say PewDiePie because apparently he's like toxic to them, and I haven't heard anything them say or do anything about PewDiePie recently. But if you look at like like a Markiplier or a Jacksepticeye or you know any one of those guys speaking out and saying something about that, and I think that will be a big thing. Now I think they won't because obviously they are beholden to the system though. Mark has, has been come out and been critical about these things in the past, but at the same time, they're reaping the benefits of the system. And, you know, you're not going to talk, talk out. And so, so it's, and that's not, not again, knock against them because they have their livelihood too. Though I think if Mark is big enough on his own name, that if he went to whatever platform he ever wanted to go to, he could, but until yeah, it starts affecting those people in their pockets, yeah, they're not going to say anything. Happen. And I think yeah. YouTube is catering towards those kind of people, people, so you won't see that happening anytime soon. Because that's kind of the hand-washing that's going on. And I think it's why Ubisoft, and EA, and those people haven't done that. Because, like you said, Will, they'll probably just exclude them from the algorithm. Oh, EA posted a game about World War II Call of Duty guns. Well, we're obviously going to let the advertisers are going to want to monetize that because, well, there it is. Because you want to do that. Now, that's if, from it. It's just like once that once that changes and they stop doing that, then the students, the, the sales in the foot and the yeah, and you could almost say like they are. Hey, why are we why are we doing that? Well, because EA is one of our advertisers. Now, I just want to see as a haha. ha I'm, I'm kind of doing a, a, a quick kind of comparison right now. If I click on going into like a YouTube video right now, I just want to see what the advert that it plays in front, I guess this one. Oh, 
look, a Warhammer video, it has guns and painted miniatures, and apparently it can't be monetized. Hmm. Let's let's click this one. This one's definitely a monetized video. Okay, so uh, for, for this one, I get a Pizza Hut advert. If I go into our channel and see what Twitch has as an advertisement, because I haven't logged into a Twitch channel yet today. Netflix advertisement. Oh, I don't get a I don't get ads on my own channel. <laughs> Funny thing. Because see, because that's the other thing about Twitch and Amazon. Amazon uses uses Twitch to advertise Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, okay, so I guess it's also about targeting and knowing your audience. So Pizza Hut for YouTube, right? I click on just a random channel. By the way, RPG Limit Break, who's doing a uh, a paper, a Mario RPG marathon this weekend. So if you like Mario RPG games, you check them out. Uh, their advertisement is for Rainbow Six. Games on a gaming channel? advertising for games on a gaming channel who would afford it i mean i've seen i've seen bud white ads on on twitch so once again when's, when did you when has anybody ever seen a beer ad on youtube that wasn't Not you good. watching a super bowl ad like it was it was straight up an ad before the video Come on, I know most of you drink beer in the channel. Yeah, even the whiskey ones with the um, coolest in. Simmer? I, I, I know you drink. I know yeah. you enjoy a beer from time to time. Yeah, no. Whiskey <laughs> and alcohol. How about an alcohol commercial? I could also compare, compare this to WWE. Because WWE, the Attitude Era... Yeah, from '98 to uh, like even '97 up to about 2005, 2008 sort of time. Yeah, look at the stuff they did, and all of a sudden they went PG because they wanted to applicate the advertisers. They wanted advertisers to come in, so that's when you saw the kids stuff coming back on the adverts, like the Mattel stuff, Rocket League, this, and so they they they've sort of beholden to it for a few years. Not quite as much now because of the network where, okay, we don't need the advertisers as money. We can get the money for the subscribe. I mean, yeah, you still get some people sponsoring the pay-per-view events, but it doesn't feel as huge now apart from, like, the KFC stuff. I mean, the KFC slam was, like, you know. It just felt cheesy and bad and all, but it's, it feels the same thing with YouTube as well. It, the KFC slam was about as bad as eating KFC. You felt queasy, sad, and kind of depressed with yourself. But we still eat it. <laughs> we still eat KFC. That's we like. <laughs> but but it, it, does, it just has that feeling of that's what they're doing now. And unless they have some sort of trick up their sleeve or something like a subscription based more like was it YouTube Red I haven't heard much about what's going to happen there you know to get money from that people subscribing to via that but yeah 
So I think I think the, the ultimately it comes down to this is that I'm going to and I'm going to use my one last thing uh to compare it is the NFL where the product is greater than the advertisers so the advertisers are going to them for the advertising versus the other way around where you are beholden to your advertisers because of your product I think that's the key there because because if the NFL you look look at the Super Bowl how many millions of dollars are spent on commercials for that for that one day because yeah. they know everybody knows you're going to be watching the Super Bowl even if you don't like American football people it's are going to watch it the biggest global events every single year so people advertisers know and they and they spend millions of dollars for 30 10 15 second spots or you look at YouTube and those advertisers are might be dictating terms to them now i think once again uh, and we'll end it on this i think they're it's coming from a good place we know where they they're trying to eliminate a lot of the hate on YouTube and i think that's a good thing but at the same time these people are not going to go away and unless things change in their own circumstances to have that change so you almost have to accept in some cases that it can't be and they're going to be there so in a sense that it's instead of having a computer trying to fix your problems by setting up an algorithm and setting up vague guidelines that could affect other people who are using the system correctly, police it yourselves. You got enough money. Yeah, and, and, I the, and it also YouTube as a whole will let you know. I mean, they are a community. If somebody's being a dick, they're going to let you know. You just have to get off your ass and deal with the dick. Yeah, putting everyone in that same bit is just not going to. Don't let one person doing something dumb ruin it for the rest of us. And yeah. and maybe that's why Twitch Twitch hasn't had to go through this yet. But also, I think Twitch is policed a little bit better than YouTube is. I think if, so, if something in that also maybe because Twitch is predicated and built around communities, where if something goes wrong, the community as a whole will react to it relatively quickly, and things will change. And they're very good about making stuff happen. Like if I started, you know, if 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 something PG, if something R rated or X rated happened on our channel right now, I I have in full faith that Twitch would come down with the wrath of God very very quickly. Yeah, and give at least a thirty day ban for us. At least. at least, and 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 it would be just deserved. Uh, and, and the thing is too, and I think the fact that we know that will happen. That will happen. Yeah. That Which means that's why you have to keep an eye on things. You have to have that responsibility. You have to maintain some sort of professionalism to know that, you know, if this stuff is going to go on, you know you're going to get caught for it. And rightfully so. Yeah, you know, if you, you have hate speech and stuff on, on your YouTube channel, they're going to call you on your bullshit. And I think that's kind of refreshing. Anyways, that's, that's, our, that's our monthly, bi-monthly YouTube rant. Monthly, monthly yeah. YouTube. It, it, when when was Lucky on last? I think she was on last month, right? She was in, she was on in July. 
Yeah. Okay, so monthly. It's our monthly YouTube rant. So anybody, any of you have any thoughts on this? Anything we want to wrap it up? Did did we cover it well enough for you? Yeah, let's let's see what chat says for it. This seemed to be kind of very much an opinion piece, and a little bit more of a serious episode versus uh, the usual Pornhub jokes. (laughs) Kim, thank you for that. Again, Kim. Did now, Kim? You need to tell me the truth here. Thank you, Simmer. I tried. To, I tried to formulate a fair opinion. I, 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 I know I'm biased. I will be the first person, though, to tell you that I am biased towards certain things because I am human, and that's kind of the part of being human is being biased. Now, Kim, you have to tell me though. You've been watching ads for those, right? You didn't spend money on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell us if you're spending more money on us. Hang on, let me do this. I gotta, I gotta fix, fix that. Is it, is it a browser thing? Because we saw the tip thing come down, but yes. uh, there's no tip thing on the thing that I create. Is there? I didn't see it. Didn't see it. it they, the new overlay may not have things for tips, and I might have to use the other thing to get things for tips. Yes. There's a flaw yes. in my plan. Uh, widgets. Twitch. Followers, let's say follower count, follower goal, latest subscriber, latest follower, follower train, followers, followers, subscriber count, subscriber goal, subscriber train. Do you have a Twitter thing? Oh, apparently we can also uh, show a live Twitter feed and encourage your viewers to join the conversation. Cool. Very awesome. Why wouldn't you just have them in Twitch chat? Exactly. But yeah, so yeah, everybody seems to think we've covered it, mate. So if that's the case, we shall go on to what we've been playing, yeah? Go right on ahead. Okay, I shall do that. Um, yeah, so today, this week has been sort of a bag, and uh, one of the big heavy hitters I played was the Uncharted Lost Legacy. Really, 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 really stunning game. About seven hours long, so it is. I'm not even going to say fairly short because that's up there with the other Uncharted games. Because, as you would have seen during my run of Extra Life last year, it was last year I did the the Uncharted challenge. Because if it was was it Extra Life we did it, I believe it was. Because I've Extra Life for Game Blast last year for it, but yeah, so. We have that, you know, it's up there with them in terms of length. Maybe slightly short by maybe about a couple of hours, but yeah, story is brilliant. It, you know, one of the biggest worries I had for this was would it feel like an Uncharted game? With Chloe and Nadine in there? Yes. Yes, it does. Big time. But, and here's the but, I have a problem with a glitch in there. And it's to do with the AI. It's to do with the AI in your party. It's to do with the AI enemies. Because there was more than one occasion. I was about. To, I was in a sort of selfie situation, and you have suddenly party just run around, start running around the area. Enemy sees this, but doesn't react in any way, shape, or think. Hang on, 
if they've seen him, oh shit, we're, we're alive. My covers, no, they're completely invisible. Even at the point where you have one of the party members run into an enemy, and the enemy doesn't care. The enemy just carries on. It's like that's that that took it out for me. That took it took me out for that session. Puff Matt, get that game. It's cheap. You know, it's not a sixty dollar game. Include the multiplayer from Charts of it. So if you want to play more, don't have Charts. You can get this, and it works as well. Hey, I did the thing. Got to work. Yay! There, there you go, Kim. Just for you. So you, know, so please, you know, so I, I can't recommend it enough. I really can't recommend it. Enough. But just you know, just don't expect the AI to be completely fun. Uh, other games, uh, or Kingdom Hearts. I've got to the Aladdin world on Kingdom Hearts one. Uh, they um, the the leveling up and grinding that I did off stream work retreat because I kicked asses on the stream last week because I did extra on a Monday as like an extra sermon, and I'm starting to like the game. You know, we get past that first hour and a bit, which is a bit. Uh, yeah. But yeah, did it get should have warned you about that. It is a Square Enix game. Westy sort of gave me a heads up on that because I know Chris Light was streaming it. And so Westy was, uh, Westy was like, oh, just, just be mindful of this. You enjoyed the second one. So, okay. But to get to the second one, to get to the gloriousness that is apparently the second one, you have to go through the start one. Just be careful of that, all right? James says, just be careful of that. Um, so the other usual stuff on there, you know, Far Cry is moving along nicely. Doom. Was what I played on on Tuesday for Tuesday afternoon stuff, and it's a bit quiet, but... Because I couldn't get into any multiplayer matches I wanted, unless I was in, like, Team Deathmatch, which seems to be the more popular bit at the moment. I know Dave never was there. <laughs> Um, I did actually go back to No Man's Sky. <laughs> Which the look on your face is like, wait, what? <laughs> I did too. So, yeah, I, I got it. I played about 10 minutes of it and went, eh. Did you? So, so you played about 10 minutes. So, are you considering restarting? Maybe. Because Maybe. Um, under recommendation from including Holly Bennett, I was, I, I decided to restart it. Took me about an hour to find everything I needed to get off and ship, get the ship repaired. Um, I had it in 15 minutes. My spawn nice. must have been better, though. Yeah, because I, I was like on this really, really cold ice planet. So I had to, you know, it wasn't really sparse or anything. Just, just didn't, want to just shell out what I needed straight away. <laughs> you know, apparently there is a storyline here and you're supposed to have an anomaly pair and you go to it and it's a story. I haven't heard that yet in about five hours. There is some side quests now you can do and they have changed that around so you do see your main mission and side stuff. 
there's more aliens in there now, so it does feel different. It feels better. It just it hasn't kicked into gear yet for those four or five hours. Yeah, it looks like it could definitely be a lot better. Uh, you can get bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. So I have got a couple of bounty hunters which gave me about a thousand, a hundred thousand credits each. Yeah, there's those. There's also the fact that there's reputation meters now. You can see where your reputations are with the various alien factions and stuff. It's yeah. It, it looks like they've done a cool thing. I just have other games I've been playing. <laughs> exactly, and that's the point. Is like, when when was that point to go back? And I believe it is now because I'm gonna do some more streaming. This guy because relaxing. Get- yeah, it might seem boring, but that's the grind, though, isn't it? It's the sort of exploration of trying to find the stuff you need. And it did take me a while to get a drop pod, but it seems that there is a way of doing that easier now. They've added, like, a caster so you can actually lift stuff. And it finally feels, start, or starting to feel like you're, you're not he man, so careful. <laughs> right? <laughs> The Lord giveth and the Lord can taketh away. <laughs> Remember, Lord, we we are all here at the church. Yo, pray at the church of Lord and come to come to hear the gospel of Tigwipis. But remember, she's our patron saint. She's the patron saint of the of 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 the gospel of Tigwipis. Simmer, you may be the chosen one right now, but that that title can change in a heartbeat. <laughs> that Pope of Tigwipis is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, so, so, No Man's Sky. It has been. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a second look. Um, Lego Dimensions. Play next because I'm going after the Platinum of Lego Dimensions. Um, there is a weird sort of trophy glitch that Rob and myself came across. There's, there's, you know, there's a Portal 2 level in Lego Dimensions if you haven't played it. Now, one of the trophies you get is you have to complete the level in 25 minutes. Very doable. Very, very doable. <laughs> I've just seen Steam just then. <laughs> but yeah, so we've did it twice. One with about 30 seconds to go to spare. The other about a minute to go. Rob got the trophy the first time. I didn't. Both times. So we're like, hmm, well, this is not good. How am I supposed to get the platinum this way? Talking to Geo, though, it looks like it may, I was like the guest and Rob was the main one, so we may have to just swap over and do that so I can get so I can potentially get the trophy. But it's a ball like either way, a real, real ball. Uh, just other things of note to domestic Rocket League, right? Yeah, Rocket League. I'm gonna do a slight change to the rules of the community. If you want to join us on Rocket League. You can, but if you're new to it, if you are new to the channel, you must be following us. Be in the chat for a good couple of weeks, talking to us, getting to know you, and must be over 18. Because, one, as you can see, if we're doing this and what we discussed earlier, stuff, if we're looking at this to run it to a point where we can make revenue for this. So we, you know, add to our, add to us. We need to be responsible. And if anybody under 18 is mind about, and some of the stuff we chat in our, can we go 
like filthy immature we can't have that we can't have people under 18 because you know it, it it's not doesn't look good for against it um and yeah also the the people in chat talking to us getting to know us because we can also have people who come in and they just want to just rip through us they they, they want their ego stroking or something because they get really really ultra competitive and that's not what this is about it's about us lot coming together having a good time for a couple of hours and just enjoying ourselves which last thursday just didn't feel it it just you know people came in they were over aggressive they were just we'll do this do this this and of something that we couldn't do like a seven on one not possible but it wasn't going to take that for an answer so it felt very trollish so to try and cut that out that's the ruling and uh anything else anything else yeah i played more evil within got you know went back to that after about years and finally did the boss in chapter three <laughs> it's like hey even though Steve for me just went after it without getting like the shotgun and the crossbow and he went after a pistol and it's like oh oh I, i've done something really stupid here <laughs> i this, may have this... fucked up <laughs> i don't i wasn't surprised when he came out of me one surprise in the slightest one super song of, of surprise <laughs> Played some played some project cars earlier tonight with Simmer. Which those cars are twitchy as fuck. <laughs> they need to sort that slightly. Just slightly. Just get a little little tiny adjustment to. Uh and then finally finally, uh I've started playing twenty sixty four only memory. Which is a cyberpunk adventure game which is a point and click. However, different to other point-and-click adventure games, it does feel a bit basic. It feels a lot more linear. The the puzzles aren't that taxing. So it seems like they wanted to build a game where everyone can play and jump in. Because the the characters seem pretty cool. Apart from the bot that that breaks into your house when you're trying to sleep, just for your help, and it just comes across as, like, Japanese annoyance. We're just like, look, bot, just shut the fuck up so we can get on with this. Um, but I'm going to carry on with it. It seems, it seems like it's decent. Yeah. <laughs> Simon says it's called tuning your cars. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have to. <laughs> I shouldn't have to, damn it. I should be able to just jump on a track and drive. But that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out and the uh, plug for tomorrow night because you know, shameless plugs. Tig Whippy will be starting a uh, Dying Light stream of myself and Geo and joining in as we're going for the Platinum Dying Light. So we'll have to restart it again because of those pesky glitches. We'll also be hopefully playing through DLC. So look forward to that coming up. So that's me done, mate. What have you been playing? I've been playing a little bit. I actually have been playing a lot of games. Um, let me see if I actually did this right. If I can actually do this. Uh, I don't have it. Well, we're adding a, we're adding a game capture. Add existing game capture. Bang. That's a thing. 
gonna put it all the way at the bottom. Cause we're gonna talk about what I've been playing, and uh, I've really uh, been enjoying this little game. Oh, this game I just saw you just saw appear on Steam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I can get it to actually show correctly. So let's see. Let's see. Let's do if it. If not, I can always <laughs> just do this. Bang. And game capture and cat quest. Oh, oh that's why it's not capturing. <laughs> I know why. Because uh, it's minimized. Bang. There it is. <laughs> so, yeah, this is one of the games I've been playing. It's uh, Cat Quest, Whee! which is kind of a... Um, it's an open-world kind of 2D kind of game. Let me see if I can actually do it without full-screen windowed. Can I actually like move my mouse out here now? <laughs> um, what I really like about the game, and I think the biggest reason why I've sent sucked so much time into it, uh, you can play it for like five minutes and then go away, and it just saves your progress. And it's really just kind of like you run around and you have like a basic roll mechanic, as you're seeing here. You have a slash. You have a heal and like little magic you can do. And uh, it's a role-playing game. You can clear little dungeons out. You have equipment and stuff. And you can build a character like a ranger, which gives you more health. You have armor for, like, knight stuff. You can have, be an arcane person and use magic. You know, there's like so there's some depth. You have skills. You have fire, uh, flame purr, uh, <laughs> healing paw, and lightning ya. Uh, which is kind of nice. Uh, and everything is kind of Ninja Blade, Chainmail Blade. It's all kind of there. They're just cat puns galore. Uh, it, it is. And it, the fact that you can just kind of play this game. And it's just super fun. You can just put it down after like five minutes and it just saves your progress. It's like meow blow free. Yeah. Well, look at this. I'm in the furriest cave. <laughs> It's the Queen's <laughs> Resort. Right here is Brumuda's Triangle, Alpha's Ruins, Lakeside Hole, the Puss Plains. Down here, we're going to go down here to the south. Uh, there is the Cat Pital Lake. <laughs> Kits Cats, Cave Grotto, which is pretty simple. There's the Green Fields, and there's Mewtown. Everybody, uh, Kim or KZ Law is going to be heading off to work. I rebranded. I'm Kim Z again. Kim Z. Okay, she's Kim Z now. Uh, that's that's rebranding. Uh, we're going to be also pimping. That was free brand rebranding. Rebrand her rebranding. Brandception. Yep. Free. We're going to show her patron, and she actually has a Twitter now. So we're going mm -hmm. to show her Twitter, her Twitch, and her patron at the end of the show tonight because I have all those things and I can show them off. Don't ask about Facebook. Also, to heal yourself, you go and take cat naps at towns, which also <laughs> saves your game. Kitties! I know. 
And so, like, you play this, it's it's very Dark Souls feeling without feeling Dark Souls. And um, if what I'll do here is I've muted it, but um, we'll do this. We'll pull up the sounds. You can probably hear the sounds now. Bring up the music. Oh, just that music, man. <laughs> Will can't hear it. I can't hear it. Got it. <laughs> So nice. Yeah, so I'm playing a little bit of this so you guys can actually kind of just see what it's like. Uh, but this has been like a couple of a couple of hours for me, just because it's it doesn't pretend to be anything else that it's not. Your sister gets sister gets uh, catnapped. They actually specifically call it catnapped. Yeah, if and when it's... I can hear them. You can hear them if and when it's uploaded. Um, oh, is that on my iPhone? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if and when. Or directly after when you can look at the VOD on you, on Twitch. See, we just upload the, the podcast in that process. It's like you can bring it in, in like, monthly installments. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it is ridiculously cute of a game. And the thing is, it doesn't pretend to be anything that it's not. It's just... It's open world. You can do side quests to gain XP. To and the, Kind of like the bad person stole your sister. And he's like, so basically, if you prove yourself, I'll give you your sister back because you just have to defeat my dragons. Uh, and you're the dragon marked because if I... Uh, hang on, let me do this. If I unequip my helmet... That's your... See, you see that little thing on the back of his head? That's That makes you the dragon marked to kill dragons. Uh, and you are the silent protagonist, and also uber cute. It's just so much. Is that all? Uh, other things to kind of just show you, just like I like little touches about the game. If I got enough, um, if you look, see the the treasure chests have cat ears. Uh, and also, I think this is the coolest part of the game, and I'm going to use that. Uh, I'm going to buy something. I'm going to roll some gear. The yes and no. Cat, cat, cat pictures. It does not have catnip. It does not have catnip. It has cat naps. But what I like the most about it is that when you get a piece of gear and you roll something, it will give if it's something you already have in your inventory, it just levels that item up by a certain amount, which just improves the stat of that item. Versus like you know having you constantly getting new gear and stuff, so it keeps things relatively simple. This feels like a like an extremely polished mobile game. It's come, and once again, we can just play it for like you know a couple minutes. And it's and that's it. But uh, yeah, Cat Quest. I have played way too much of this game. Also, the only way you can quit out of the game is if you actually like go into the game. But no, ton of fun. Like I've played a lot of it, and it's mainly because like in between like 
Just like if I'm waiting to, you know, you can't get yourself into a deeper game, but you play five, ten minutes of it, and you're done. Boom. You move on with your life. Uh, and that's a great game to kind of fill that need. Uh, other things I've been going through. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Oh. I have gotten back into that game. I'm not streaming it. I'm I'm just going to beat it. I am I, I am Prague is in lockdown for all of the those you've been playing it. Uh Reese, I know you have been. Uh Geo. So Prague is in lockdown. You probably know where I am right now. Yes. So I don't know how far I am in the game, but I'm guessing You are very far into it. Okay, so I'm I'm I feel I'm getting the feel like I'm getting close to the end. Yes, Simma, get Deus Ex Mankind Divided if you can. You you might be frustrated at some of the blown firefights between it because they've still kept that as, was nasty hard, but it's well worth the playthrough. Also, if you've played the first, I would say out of the two, uh, Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, I think Human Revolution is a better game. But Mankind Divided is is definitely good. Also, it's it's a Deus Ex story game, so it's just, sneaking is always going to be superior to anything else you do. But I, I've grown I've grown to the point where uh, I built my character in a sense where he can hack anything. And he'll sneak, uh, but when shit gets in sneak, and then just try and take out as many guys until he gets caught. And once he gets caught, I hopefully I've killed enough guys in stealth that the firefight isn't horrible. Also, cover is janky as hell. That's the big thing with that game. It's the cover system is just jank. Yes. <laughs> How often do you get frustrated? I'm wonderful. And it uh, just doesn't do a time. I just don't use the cover system. Like I like okay, I could sit in the corner here, or I can just not go into cover and crouch here, and just do the old school FPS or play it like Deus Ex, the original Deus Ex. Pop out, shoot, pop back behind, pop out, shoot, pop out back behind. Yeah, that works. <laughs> also, melee everything just. When you can walk up to two, two people and press Q and knock them both out, it helps. Yes, stealth takedowns is really, really good. But then again, it also gives you that more voice of, do you just knock them out or kill them? What do I, you do? I, 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 I will not kill anybody unless I get compromised. And then at that point, I will murder everybody and then go back to the people that I have knocked out and shoot them in the head. Because no witnesses. Exactly. No one could say it. There's no witnesses. Exactly. That's the way I look at it. It's just like, you know, I should always be getting ghost. Why should you always be getting ghost? Because nobody saw me come there. Everybody in the base saw you, but nobody got out alive. So who can tell? Also, because I hack everything. Because I have the best. I have my hacking maxed out. Yeah. Pro tip. Mac hacking. Max your hacking <clears throat> as fast as possible. Yes. Yes. Because I have you out huge time. So challenge the first Deus Ex zero kill, unless the mission says so. No, I I I find myself playing a character every single time I kind of get into any one of these games, whether it's a Deus Ex or or, or Metal Gear or, or Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, Maxi hacks, <laughs> Maxi hacks. 
Um, but I tend to, especially with like for me with the progression of like the first Deus Ex, and it seems that I, I follow this trend with most of the games, and it makes sense that like as the story progressed, like it kind of made sense for you murdering more and more people because like as as you got further and further in the story at least in the first uh and i'm using i'm saying the new the deus ex human revolution not deus ex deus ex uh, but deus ex human resolution uh it, it was like the the further you got in the game the less the people you were dealing with deserved to live because they become nasty pieces of work because because they become asshole they become prepared. I mean, you're fighting against the pmc at the end like oh i'm not gonna kill you know i'm not gonna murder any of the pmc guys working on the oil rig who are just trying to destroy all of human hu- humanity no why would i want to do that <clears throat> so oh dear they seem to have fallen down and they're not breathing yeah what's happened here we're in like Mankind divided, just everyone's a dick to start with. Like, nobody's in a good spot. Like, yeah, like, okay, don't kill the cops while everything's on lockdown. But these cops are, like, arresting in, like, the first scene when you walk out and say, oh, it's on lockdown. You see cops murder a person in cold blood and innocence. And, like, well, they shouldn't have been out during the curfew. (laughs) Like, that's how, it's like, he's not augmented. Well, who gives a shit? It's like, it's like, okay. So, like, you could have been like, well, you don't want to kill the cops because you work for Interpol and stuff. But it's like, okay, so the cops out in the street are already dicks. So, why? Why? No, actually, mine's Sneaky Shotgun. <laughs> We've established this. You don't want to be Maxi Hacks. <laughs> no, Max. By the way, Maxi Hacks sounds like it should be it should be said with, like, a hard Boston accent. You know, like, Maxi Hacks. <laughs> Hit it hard in the pack and have it yad. Uh, by the way, I am I am finding the yeah. See, once again, uh, this also brought to us by by the great uh, KZ Kimsey Kimsey, not KZ Lost. We, once again, we rebrand. <laughs> Tigwhoopies has had a little bit of a rebrand lately. It seems like tis the bees this season. Looks like. Um. Yeah. Here it is. If I if I zoom this back up, I'm gonna move it all the way to the top. That's yeah, close enough to the top. Yeah. So it's once again there's the, the, the from the top of the basement f- hashtag free Hergelman from back from those days. You, you you can clearly see. You can clearly see it says sneaky shotgun, and Sean Daly. It's established canon. There is Tick Whippy's canon for this. Sneaky shotgun. I'm also like, I know my cursor isn't captured here, guys, but I am circling the names as I'm saying it. Sneaky shotgun and Sean Daly. There is legitimate names for this that has also spawned fan art. Once again, I I, I have no problems spamming this picture as often as I do. So, remember, it is it's not it is sneaky shotgun and Sean Daly, and obviously there's fan art for it right here, as you can well see. 
Coming uh, soon to a Pornhub news. <laughs> coming soon to a Pornhub news. Uh, we're we're just waiting for somebody to write it. By the way, if you if you know any writers, oh, you want the, the lard pants? You mean if I uh, let me let me just see right here. If I take this, uh, uh, Simmer, I'm gonna let you know something. It never disappeared. I kept it there the whole time. It never goes away. It's just sitting, waiting in case something happens to Lard's camera. It's right there. That's that's the Lard pants. It's always there. It's always it's always waiting. Not dead. Just dormant. Just wait for the EGX. Is waiting for the EGX weekend? Yeah, just like how I have the Hurgle Man image. It's always there. I, 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 I'm once again going back to how we started the show. This has become such a well-oiled machine that everybody, if people here don't have cameras, I can immediately solve that issue. Except for me, but I will always have a camera because I'm hosting the stream, which means yeah. I will be here if the show is live. If the show is not live, I am not here, and we're not having a show. Usually, usually. There probably will be a rare instance where the show will go on when I'm not here. But it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> you are Mr. Technical with us. <laughs> We're just like, well, well I, how, but, 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 button, I how do know. you get yourselves to, how do you get make it so that you're a core member of a streaming community slash team? Make it so that you're absolutely indispensable to them. How does James have the show hooked together? Well, he showed me it once, and I was just... I just... <laughs> he said a load of big words and did things like... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 it's three o'clock in the morning, can I just go to... Yeah, you can sleep now. Shh, <laughs> shh. It's fine. Go to sleep. Yeah, but next week, uh, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I have another game. I think I'm going to stream it soon. Ooh. Uh, it's Bastion, for those of you who oh. know. The, the classic. Um, I'm, but I'm pl- not going to plan on playing it until I'm done with Deus Ex, because I'm actually planning on beating a game. Hey! Because I did it with XCOM. Doesn't mean if I do it with Deus Ex, get that off my my wall of shame. And then uh, from there, go right into... Um, go right into Bastion and actually stream that when I'm feeling like I don't want to do an XCOM. Well, you, you are, you are. Mark! Mark Watney. <laughs> Mark, by, by the way, Mark, we made, I, I did this and I, I was kind of saving it, but I, just in case it, it doesn't ever come up in the XCOM stream, Mark Watney is part of the XCOM streams. He can only show up as a VIP, which means a scientist so i can only or an engineer which means i can only hope that there is a mission in XCOM where we have to save mark watney from the aliens <laughs> you never know that might be in the dlc no this, this is this is he is a character in the game i have yet to make a propaganda poster of him uh we will work on that uh there's there's really only one propaganda poster, though. The one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it 
several for us. <laughs> yeah, no. It's only one of us. <laughs> and you know which one that is. Yep. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so, uh, is that all you've been playing, mate? Or you've been playing others? Uh, also, heart, the one last one is Hearts of Iron 4. I've been playing the Kaiser's, Kaiserreich mod, mm. uh, which is a alternate history mod where... Um, to play two alternate histories. The Kaiserreich one, which is if Germany won World War One, so it has kind of, you know, like apparently Britain is communist. Uh, King George has gone to Canada and is ruling Britain from there. Uh, United States has kind of a civil war, a second civil war. Russia is just Russia because motherland, and it just kind of goes from there. So it's just an interesting alternate history mod. I think a lot more happens. Uh, and it makes things interesting. The other other alternate history mod I've been playing is uh, the modern day history mod. Okay. Uh, where you can start from 2014 and go from there. Funnily enough, and I, I don't know if this says something about me as a person, uh, but... I may or may not have played America. I may or may not have let the Republicans win the election and have a certain uh, media personality become president. And then I may or may not have gone down the tech tree to make America fascist. And then uh, to go and attack everybody and take over the entire Americas. Uh, because, goddammit, I didn't need to build the wall if I just took it over. Hey, you can't be immigrants if you're part of the same country. No, exactly. Yeah. We're all Americans. Exactly. It's just if it, all of it's America, that means all of us are Americans. I think the other great one, and I saw somebody do a quote about this, and I think it was about somebody's modern day uh, Hearts of Iron Four stream, was uh, 20, 2014. I can't believe Trump will ever become president. 20, 2025. Wow. Uh, President uh, President Guy Fieri just took over Cuba, Annex Cuba, and renamed it Flavortown. It's almost like the premonition. I think the people who made own front are actually kind of glad that Hillary didn't win. Because they'll be like, oh, oh wait, this, this is getting too, too real. <laughs> Flavortown. Uh, it does, Simmer, I, I'm assuming you've watched some Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Or is that an American-only thing that you that you do not have the pleasure of in... in, in uh... See, Kim knows! It, it kind of went... Yeah, okay. Uh, so we're going to get a clip. Uh, okay. do, do you know of Guy Fieri? Name sounds familiar. He's on Food Network. Once again, this may be an American-only thing here. I forget sometimes that, like, once again, I am the weirdest American there is because I actually pay attention to the B... I'm actually probably more well-versed in the BPL than it, than Will is. Yep. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, to the point where 
people at work also watch it and I'm and they're like, oh yeah, you know, so Manchester United looks really good this year with Lukaku. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, when you spend this much and this much, but I'm really interested in, you know, Tottenham and maybe the lower, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, Liverpool's playing today in the Champions League against the German side. Yeah, they're playing at Hoffenheim. Against Hoffenheim, what? Yeah, they were like right, they're runners runners up. It was the first time in in the Champions League draw. So they probably lost out, which means they bumped down to the Europa League. And they all just looked at me like, I do who who? I'm like, come, don't don't you know how to soccer, bro? <laughs> and they come up with you, the film of Arsenal is they just want kidding. <laughs> Fucking arse, the Gunners, man, the freaking Gunners. See, there's a reason why I like Spurs. Uh, and I, as before, I go into talking about Guy Fieri. We'll tangent to why I I prefer to watch Spurs versus the other kind of top five teams. There would be uh, top five teams, probably realistically United, City, uh, Spurs, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea Argu- as well. Chelsea, yeah, sorry, top six. Those are arguably the best the the, the best six teams in the in the BPL. Argu- I said arguably. I, I let in I let in softly there. Um, for most of my life, uh, as a sports fan, I was kind of dictated which teams I, I was allowed to like. Uh, I was told I was a Yankee fan growing up, so I've always liked the New York Yankees. Uh, and the reputation of that team, which is obviously big money, big talent, go out and spend money on the big talent. Uh, as a football fan, the first football game I ever watched that ever mattered is I watched Drew Bledsoe get knocked out of the game and the announcer said here comes unproven second year player tom brady so i watched brady's first game and followed that all the way through i know about preston north end lamb with a cross as the logo hmm Timmer? See this? Yeah, see this goes over my head. You know, it should be the weird way right. You see? Yeah, come on. I know about Preston North End. What are they? Are they in? Are they in League Two or One right now? I I'm, I forget which what which one are they in League Two or League. I don't think they're in the Championship, but I think they're League Two or League One. Ah, uh, but when it came to being when I when I was finally able to watch my. Uh, that is very well talented there, man. League One. Okay. When I came to choose my own soccer team, I was able to kind of go about it. And I think what led me to Spurs the most was this. A lot, the majority of it, homegrown talent, young, homegrown talent, came up through system versus being going out and spending on big players. Because obviously the team, the two other teams that I follow are... You know, big talent, big larger-than-life players, and the fact that Spurs doesn't—they have super—they have stars, uh, but they were superstars that came up through their own system. Much as if you if my, the, my heyday in the Yankees were Derek Jeter, uh, Andy Pettit, Jorge Posada, and Mariano Rivera's, who came up through the minor league system and made them a great team. We're talking about why I like Spurs as a uh, Tottenham Hotspur as a football, as a English football team versus video games, because I tangent. And this was also a, a tangent off of the fact that Guy Fieri has a show called Diner Drives and Dives, where he mentions Flavortown. 
and nobody else because I, I, I people who are mainly English watch this show do not understand what that means. That's very completely clueless. <laughs> Utterly clueless. Well, I am anyway, but then again, I'm not down with the kids. Yeah, see, you're you're a little if you if you go about three shows back, there's an entire Pornhub rant you can absolutely follow. I'll even give you the link to the episode. Uh, it's with Lucky. There's a great conversation about live streaming in Pornhub. Uh, I I really can't redo a justice about it here, but it'd be really good if you want to watch that one. It's probably the best place if you want to hear me talk about that. Episode twenty six as well. Episode fifty. Yeah, we talk about porn a lot, just not in this episode today. Usually, yeah, but... mainly mainly when females are on. <laughs> really, and we get away with it. It's like, and they they, they instigate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, that sounded <laughs> that came out really wrong. Wait, yeah, no, hang on. Let, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's move let's, along quickly. <laughs> move along quickly. <laughs> move along quickly before James puts his foot foot into preservable mouth, as he tends to. Everybody, uh, if you're playing at home. Uh, that is an hour and 56 minutes into the show before James puts his foot in his mouth. I believe that is a new Tig Whippy's record. I don't quite know about that, but I think you're going to have a little bit of time to think about it. So you think about that for a few seconds. Yes. Just just, just think. Think about what you talked said there. I, and if you're back... We'll be happy to talk to you again. Just maybe not specifically about that thing. By the way, I'm also trying to find Flavortown clips. Because that is something that I need to introduce you all to. Exponentially. Like, it, it, I'm surprised you haven't heard of or seen of Guy Fieri. Because he is the most American thing that has ever in America. Flavortown. So, while you're doing that, shall we do the shout outs? Yes. Yes. So um, the 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 obviously the the big first shout out, of course, is to Kim, who is our patron saint of Tigrippy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. We can't thank you enough. Do and also for the extra life stuff. So far, you have been awesome with this. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to the returning, the returning them video games. Lucy and Daniela, who was back on Twitch in their own channel uh, yesterday. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. And so, again, go give them a look. You know, go give their channel a look. Give them a follow. They're awesome, fun people. Hopefully, trying to get Lucy back on again in the next hopefully couple of weeks. Maybe next week if I talk to her enough and go, oh, do you want to come next week? See whether that, that will how work. Uh, so yes, so her, and also I want to give a big congratulatory shout out to Tom Marrett, who is part of the Tig Whippy family. He, he not only passed four hundred followers today, he passed four hundred fifty followers on stream today. That is awesome source of the huge degree. I just want to give him a big shout out for that as well. The the channel for them video games is lit or them video games even this chat while we let um, we let James mention people. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, uh, first, would like to like to thank uh, Guy Fieri for being uh, just 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 the the coolest the coolest guy ever. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. Just, I can't even find one. I'll just get him a picture of him for all you guys to see. Just because I thought about it, and I, then I realized something here, guys. Uh, very important. Copyright claims. <laughs> just, just copyright claims. So I think I can show you a picture of Guy Fieri. Um, but yeah, it, the best thing is he has a show where he goes to like various restaurants and like they show them how to make the food, and then like he eats the food and just says just how awesome the food is, and it's just Flavor Town. It's kind of like what he says. It's like his catchphrase. That's that's not it. The Chrome capture. Yeah. So that's that's Guy Fieri. Right there. And his show is called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He looks familiar. Looks familiar. I thought, from- yeah, I probably have seen something. I mean, even Sims is like, oh, yes. He looks familiar. He does look familiar. So I may have heard about it. I'm, it may have been in the back of here. It's just like, just sits in there like. For, you know, for those you of you who can see now, uh, there's the the Welcome to Flavortown shirt. <laughs> Boom. So that is, uh, yeah, no, Simmer finally knows here. Gordon Ramsay's better. Yeah, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay is better. But uh, he's not uh, as welcome to Flavor Town as as Fieri could be. Oh yeah, look, there's there's our Twitch dashboard, guys. There you all are. So say hi to you guys. Hi everybody. Until Twitchception I... right there. Yeah, no, exactly. That, that's that's what I see on a daily basis. That's what I see. That's what I'm staring at the entire time. Twitchception. But yes, right. I think I think that's it. Yeah, I'm just gonna post a few things in the in the thing in the dibbly do here. Uh, obviously, you saw my girlfriend. She has a thing, I, and mainly I I I want to bring this to the community as a whole. Uh, obviously, we have our patron saint, and we don't ask you to be a patron saint of anybody else. But she has launched one. I want constructive criticism on what people think of it. Of the layout, of what you think of it. Also, she has apparently she has a Twitch and a Twitter. Uh, so I am going to use my my powers as her boyfriend and being a co part of a wonderful gaming community to say uh, that is her patron. Just look at it. Uh, any any kind of constructive criticism can come to me, so that I might censor it and give it to her. Because as with anything. She is just going to be uber, uber neurotic about anything. So we want it, we want it to be kind of filtered through. Or, or tell Will. Will is also a very good, very good person. 
to kind of go through. Uh, that is her Twitch. I don't know if she'll ever stream on it, but she has one. Uh, and odds are, if she's streaming on that, uh, then obviously there's that. And then guess what? There's your Twitter. Ow. <laughs> Bang. Followed anyways. Yep. Thank you. She has two tweets. Uh, and by the way, most of the stuff that you see there is actually like the arts and stuff that she does on her cell phone. She doesn't use Photoshop or anything like that. She just creates it all on her phone. And some of the stuff you've seen on Twitter from pictures of my, of me, uh, she has done. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very cool. They're very, very cool indeed. She does it so that we don't have to. Exactly, because we're, especially me, I don't have the talent, and she has the know-how and the talent. So, so yeah, and basically anything <laughs> take Whippy's Instagram. Really, she she is our Instagram. Will is mostly our Twitter. I'll be on it from time to time. I'm mainly the Twitch when we're not when we're not doing the show. Uh, Facebook is. <laughs> 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 Do any of you guys really even like follow us on Facebook? Because I understand if you don't, because I don't know. Uh, but YouTube, once again, we we discussed we discussed YouTube. <laughs> we know our opinions on that. Uh, and, but mainly for us, it's been Discord lately. Yeah, this like, Discord and Twitter and Twitch. They're, yeah. they're our main focuses. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to follow us on Twitter, fantastic. I mean. You know, you get to see when when I'm around to pimp people out, including myself. Yeah, that's Twitter, aka Shameless Plug Simulator. Uh, that's pretty. If you want to know when people easy. we care about go live, that's that's the place to be. Uh, or once again, you can find it on our Discord too. Uh, though Discord, I mean, we're on it right now. If you, if you jump in, you'll see that we're in a little streaming room that is blocked to everybody but us. But if you're a nice person in the future, uh, we we will definitely invite you to come in here and talk with us we did that on episode 50 we had a 12 12 10 10 people in the discord chat in discord audio that day it was it was i think it was about eight more realistically about eight eight or nine by the way i have to say i do have to say eight people on the show nobody talked over each other which i was really freaking surprised about it went it nice. It went really well. It could have been a clusterfuck. <laughs> it, it was for a little bit when we find out about the Fifty Shades of Grey board game. Um, that that derailed just everything. But yeah, no, it was good. Episode fifty, probably one of the, one of the best pieces of work that we put out. Oh yeah, by by far one of the the best. One of the best, yeah. Uh, not tooting our own horn, uh, but I, I tend to toot our own horn, enough <laughs> as it is. Uh, yeah, episode 50. You watch it. It's hilarious. It's on It's on the, the dibbly-doo. Along with all, like, the first season of Tickwood Pieces is uploaded to YouTube. Or not YouTube, uh, to Twitch. I should actually make them all go live. I don't think they're live. No, mate, I should probably do that at some point. So yeah. people can watch the first season. And coming soon, the rest of the, the uh, audio versions of the podcast from uh, <laughs> I see two, what you're five, doing. six, seven, eight, and then nine. I can see what you're doing there. I can see what you're doing. 
which you can you can listen to on iTunes. You can listen to Stitcher. You can listen to it on quite Google a lot Play. of the audio stuff. Google Play. I know. I know. I know specifically. Phoenix Flynn listens to it on Google Play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. He can call me out on that. Obviously, this is this is the point in the show now where where Chet calls me out on a bunch of things. <laughs> and they're like, "We're behind on our video, damn it!" <laughs> when it gets uploaded, exactly. The terrace isn't here though. That's the thing. They're like, I know I don't. It's usually let's let's be honest, people. If you're going to get me to upload the audio version of the podcast, you need terrace to get on my case to upload it. Because really, it, it seems like he's the only one, but he's so polite about it too. But he he's relentless when it starts. <laughs> it's like, where is my audio? Where is the audio? I'm like, but there's all these other places you could look at it, but where's the audio? <laughs> because people want it on the move. You know, Carl wants it on. Joel wants to hear it on. That's Rather than just looking at our faces, well, they just... Well, Carl wants it. He can choose not to get drunk and actually show up to the show. <laughs> Hashtag shots fired, Carl. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna head, we're gonna call it and head off. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, yeah, including Hassan. Like, follow, subscribe, Twitch Prime. If you feel like doing that cool we're happy to have you we're, this is this is the point where we do shameless plugs so yeah p- please we're happy to have you around we're happy to have you here if you don't and you're just watching us for the sake of watching us thank you for spending any amount of time with us whether it is recorded non-recorded or through the actual live show uh if you want to join us on the live show show it obviously we're here on twitch.tv slash tgwpis we have the YouTube, we've got the Twitter. Follow him, obviously, my wonderful co-host, Lar Teammaker, at twitch.tv slash Teammaker. Uh, he's not here, but I will say, and don't forget about the Hergleman at the Hergleman, or Hergleman, twitch.tv slash Hergleman. Uh, Tom Merritt, uh, Merritt65? Merritt5. Merritt5, five. Five. follow him. Geo, uh... Reese's Wave. Reese's Wave. Twitch.tv slash Reese's Wave. Desktop Simmer. Uh, definitely show up. I, he's here like all the damn time. Uh, and you should definitely follow him. He's hilarious. And also bought an entire video game off of my recommendation. So how's that motorsport manager going for you? Hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, I forgot to tell you, didn't I? I forgot to tell you about it. I bought, I bought Motorsport Manager this week. with uh, when Two I people. The Quake 2. The quake, the quake package of Steam was both on sale, so I thought, well, get them. There you go. See? Once again, great stuff. Hopefully we're always improving. We have a new overlay. Tell us what you think about that. Uh, just just cut, just comments. We're fine with it. Even if it's like asking us to talk about porn. We'll consider it. We may not do it, but we'll definitely consider it. You may get a timeout with it, but you know. At least he had Just to he had think about what. At least to... they we didn't we didn't ban him outright. We gave him a chance to think about what he did. Yeah, he uh, didn't be a lesson. Yeah, listen, we will we won't ban you outright. We'll let you think about it. Good. All right, try <laughs> the ice mod at some point. It, it totally revamps it. Until then, everybody, have a good evening. We're going to wave here and talk for a little bit and so I can get the stuff, the music queued up so we can actually have some outro music. And so it's not really awkward. But yeah, it could be.
It looks extra life. November extra 4th. life. Yeah. There's the donation stuff. <laughs> Ty, all the <laughs> who was banned or getting banned. Uh, interesting story. Uh, there was a guy asking us to want to talk about po- uh, porn, and he showed an octopus octopus in chat. It was interesting a little while ago. But let's see. Did I get it? Is this the thing? What do, what do we want to go out to? Chat, chat. What do we want to go to? Do we want something upbeat? We want something upbeat, don't we? Thank you, Simmer. There you are. See, Simmer's on top of it. This this is what we. Yeah. Let's get some smooth upbeat. Some so, some upbeat stuff. Yeah. So so rip and tear is not one of those things. YMCA. <laughs> All right, there we go. Good night, everybody. Good night.